Mike Siciliano here, and you are consuming another episode of Self Boss Marketing Tips. Today's episode is geared more towards business owners rather than marketers um, and marketing strategists. So the question is, should you hire a marketing company? Very simple question today, but I figured if I can give you some of the benefits and some of the caveats that go into hiring a marketing company and having another company run your marketing efforts, then you can make a educated decision. So I wanna start with this. As a business owner, take a step back. I spoke about this in an earlier episode. You need to ask yourself, what are you best at? Because if you are best at marketing and you've mastered all of the digital marketing concepts that there are, then you might wanna cut down on your HR costs and do all of the marketing yourself in the early stages of your business if you don't have capital. But remember, there are trade-offs to this because marketing takes time, as with any other operation in your business. So if you are spending a majority of your time on marketing, less of your time will go into sales, into proposals, into product development, into process development. And these are all the fundamentals of any business. So unless you have more than 24 hours in a day, you'll need to decide which component of your business you will be outsourcing and which component or components of your business you will be handling yourself. But keep in mind, marketing companies do this day in and day out in a wide variety of industry verticals. So making adjustments is a lot quicker on their end as soon as they see an anomaly in the data. In NASCAR, you can be a tenth of a second faster than the car behind you, and you're going to win the race. In marketing, you can have a tenth of a point in, uh, increase in your conversion rate, and you're going to beat your competitors. So just as with anything in life, your marketing mix and the way that you're setting up your campaigns and the way that you're monitoring them and making adjustments day in and day out matters. A tenth of a point in your click-through rate will lose you the race against your competitors. So let's dive in a bit deeper. Let's say you set up a brand new Shopify website and you're ready to go. You download the Google Shopping app because they make it easily accessible for you to create your own campaign and you set up your first Google Shopping smart campaign. So with Google Shopping, when you set up a smart campaign, which is what Shopify provides you the ability to do, you don't have control over a few of the primary components that can lead to a higher conversion rate and a more competitive ad when going head to head with your competition. So what Google doesn't provide you the ability to do with these smart campaigns that a beginner might leverage when setting up their business, they don't allow you to adjust keywords. They don't allow you ad extensions. They don't allow you the ability to target a specific audience based on their behavior. Okay, so let's talk about keywords first. If you're selling, let's say, a screen printing service so that you can print logos onto t-shirts and someone searches for the term how to screen print on a t-shirt, this user might see your ad, click on it, and deplete your marketing budget. They should not be considered part of your target audience because they're looking for how to screen print t-shirts. 
they would like to do it themselves. Therefore, they don't need your service. So also what you can do is add how to as a negative keyword so that you don't populate for any sort of how to search term altogether and they don't deplete your marketing budget. So keywords you do not get when setting up a Google Shop campaign directly through Shopify. The second thing you don't get are ad extensions. Ad extensions allow you the ability to create robust shop listings in the Google Shopping channel where you can add important selling points such as free shipping or coupon code. So right off the jump, when using a Google Shop campaign through the DIY platform that Shopify provides you with, you lose the ability to add ad extensions and your competitors will have ad extensions. When you see an ad that says free shipping and the ad directly next to it does not have free shipping, which ad will the user click on? Clearly the ad that displays free shipping. And lastly, mo and most importantly, behavioral targeting. So we, we wanna target users who are in market for your products or services. So we would like to target users whose behavior suggests that they're ready to purchase your particular product or service. The Google Shopping Smart Campaign provided to you through Shopify does not allow you behavioral targeting. So while your competitors have all of these tools at their fingertips, because they are either using a marketing company or have an experienced digital marketing specialist in-house. You, on the other hand, are not leveraging these. They are beating you in the front lines in the Google search results, and you are depleting your marketing budget much faster than that. Now, the same goes for the Snapchat ad campaign tool. This same goes for the Facebook marketing campaign tool. And I think that you lose even more when you run a Facebook marketing campaign directly through Shopify than you do with the Google Shop Smart campaigns. So what I'm getting at is with such a robust tool belt, marketing companies and marketing specialists that are hired in-house to do the marketing for you are a leg up on any competition out there that is doing this themselves. Before you start running your first Facebook ad campaign or your first Google ad campaign, go ahead and ask yourself if you know a few of these terms, because these terms are the critical KPIs that you need to monitor to see if your campaign is performing correctly. Um, the first one is click-through rate, and then we'll talk about bounce rate, and then we'll talk about average cost per click. So these are some surface level terms and I am essentially going to quiz you on these. So the first term is click-through rate. The click-through rate can be seen on any platform that you're running a campaign through, whether it's Snapchat, Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, um, you are able to see the rate at which people are clicking through your ads. It is the rate at which your ad is being displayed and users are clicking on the ad as it's displayed and being brought to your website. A safe click-through rate for all industry verticals for a top of the funnel campaign, search-based is roughly 2%. For a display-based campaign, it's roughly 0.6%. So you're running a campaign and you notice that your click-through rate for a search-based campaign is only 1.2%. When it should be 2%, what is your first move? What are you going to look at first to improve your click-through rate? If you can't answer that question, a marketing company is probably in your sights because the click-through rate is the foundation of any successful campaign. Next, the bounce rate. The bounce rate is the rate at which people are leaving your website after visiting. Intent-based campaigns or organic uh, search result listings 
tend to be lower. They tend to be in the 20 to 50% range for the bounce rate, while top of the funnel campaigns that are just targeting interests and creating the initial interaction with the user tend to be somewhere around 70 to 90%. The lower the bounce rate, the better. The lower the bounce rate, the longer the user is staying on your website. So if I were to ask you, why is your bounce rate for a targeted campaign, a bottom of the funnel campaign, in the 90% range? And what is your plan to improve it? Can you answer that question? If you find yourself not able to answer that question, it might be in your best interest, again, to hire a marketing company or hire a marketing specialist in-house. A high bounce rate can be attributed to a wide variety of issues, from inconsistencies with your ad copy or imagery with what is actually on the landing page itself, to the landing page's UX, the user experience. If the page is tough to navigate, a user might immediately leave. So every piece of this marketing funnel is very important to make sure that you're maximizing your budget. If you're doing this yourself or utilizing the surface level tools that Shopify and other major web builders provide you with, you will lose against your competition, you will lose your marketing budget, and it'll be very, very tough to keep your head above water. Lastly, and just quickly, average cost per click. Your average cost per click should be whatever the industry standard cost per click is. So if the industry standard using statistical inference says that your average cost per click should be $1.21 based on the industry that you're in, then it's important to make sure that your cost per click is lower or at $1.21. Because if it's not, your competition is going to be spending less than you to acquire the same amount of leads and close conversions, which means the longevity of their marketing campaign is going to be much longer than yours and it's going to beat you every time. If you see that your average cost per click is upwards of $2, what is going to be your first move to lower this? If you can't answer that question, I strongly recommend having a consultation with a marketing company or hiring a marketing specialist in-house. Your cost per click can be lowered through a wide variety of tactics, just as with these other topics that we discussed. It can be anything from the relevancy of the ad to the targeting that you're using for the keywords. Are you using broad, phrase, exact match, Broad is the least expensive. Phrase is slightly more expensive and exact gets a bit higher. So as you get more specific with your keyword targeting, the cost per click actually rises. So then you need to look at your entire marketing funnel and see what your cost per close lead is, see if it's worth it to have a broad campaign that's very top of the funnel, which brings users to your website that you can later retarget, or if it's worth it to get users who are already in the process of shopping and ready to buy and pay a bit more per click. So at the end of the day, when deciding whether or not you should hire a marketing company, of course you wanna look at your budget. You wanna see how much of your finances you can allocate to not only hiring the marketing company, but to maintaining the campaigns throughout these platforms with a budget that's suitable to be competitive in your industry. And if you're still not too sure about whether or not you should hire a marketing company because you did understand a few of these concepts that I went over today, then go ahead and just contact us at Haystack Marketing, www.haystackmarketing.com. And let's have a free consultation. As you can tell, me, 
my entire team, we love to talk marketing. So even if you decide not to go with us, we can't wait to meet you, learn more about your business and have a very high level marketing conversation. So that's it for today's episode. Just a little bit of food for thought. I hope I added some value. Go ahead and subscribe to this channel, please. We have a ton of great information that you can get for free. Um, self-boss marketing tips. And don't forget to subscribe in the Apple Podcast app. Again, self-boss marketing tips. Have a great day, guys.